Hi, Lee Judges here, and you're watching Eurotrip. Hello, and welcome to Eurotrip's podcast. We are back after our little international break, and I'm also back after my um, illness. Um, so we're back talking all things European football as the Premier League Italian football, French football and Spanish football all return after international football. Um, I am a host, Andy, and I am once again joined by um, two of our three regular guests in Ryan and Naeem. How are you, boys? Wonderful, thank you. Yeah, I'm all good. All good here. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, as you may have noticed, Alex isn't here. Um, he has, again, got a very busy schedule. He did agree to do a voice note reviewing the league and football, but um, he did forget. So um, thank you, Alex. Uh, <laughs> um, so we will start this week with Spanish football. So Naeem, take it away. All right. Yes. So um, as you, some of you may know, um, two games were actually postponed in La Liga. They were Villarreal against Deportivo and Barcelona against Sevilla. So basically, um, the La Liga they made a request to the Spanish Football Federation um, for the postponement of those two games because uh, they had a couple couple players in both te- both set of teams that were still on international break so obviously those two games were postponed but it didn't really make too much sense because uh, I had a look and there's only three players from Sevilla one from Barcelona uh, I think one from Villarreal as well so it didn't make sense as all the other games um, obviously had international players and um, they still went ahead so obviously those games gonna have to be rearranged but um, on the Friday we had Levante they took on Raya Vallecano um, Levante went 1-0 up in the 39th minute, thanks to a penalty from Roger, Roger Marti. But in the dying minutes of added time, uh, Sergi, Sergi Guardiola scored in the 92nd minute to get a 1-1 draw for Raya Vallecano. Uh, another game that was playing at the same time, Athletic Club, they beat Mallorca 2-0, uh, thanks to goals from Daniel Vivian and Inaki Williams, who um, quite a lot of people might know. Then on a Saturday, we had four games. Uh, the first one was at one o'clock. That was Espanyol versus Atletico Madrid. Atletico um, Madrid actually went down 1-0 in the first half to Raul de Thomas. Uh, before, in the second half, uh, Yannick Carrasco ma- managed to make it 1-0. And funny enough, there was actually 10 minutes added on in the uh, in the game and in the 99th minute Thomas Lamar managed to get a winner to make it 2-1 so that leaves uh, Atletico Madrid still unbeaten in the league. Next game um, was Osasuna against Valencia. Uh, they actually went 1-0 up as well but uh, surprisingly uh, Valencia they got four goals back and they made it 4-1. Uh, they continued their unbeaten start to the season they're doing pretty well. I did pick them to go down at the beginning of the season, but it doesn't look like that it's going to be happening. Uh, the third game off Saturday was Cadiz versus Real Sociedad. Uh, Real Sociedad got a 2-0 two, two win thanks to Mikel Oyazabal. hope I didn't butcher his name too much there. Hmm. And then the last game of the day was probably the game of the day. I actually didn't watch the first half of this game, but... Uh, Real Madrid, they took on Celta Vigo. Um, Real Madrid were back at the Bernabeu for the first time since March 2020. Uh, they said when I was watching the game that the work should be completed in December um, with all the refurb work they've been doing to the Bernabeu. But in the game, uh, Benzema, he got a hat-trick 
and he managed to get an assist off as well. So he he is um top goal scorer so far this season with five goals and he's also got four assists. Um and also Eduardo Camavinga, the new signing, he got a he got he got his first goal as well, but it was a bit of a tap in, but still a goal in his debut, so that that's good there. And then the last game was Elche versus Getafe. These games, this game was on Monday last night. Uh, Elche they won one nil thanks to Lucas Perez. And then the last game of the weekend was Granada versus Real Betis. Um, that game ended two one to Real Betis. So. Yeah, that's the quick roundup of the game. So on top at the moment is Real Madrid. They've got ten points. Uh, second is Valencia. They've also got ten points. Third is Atletico Madrid. They've also got ten points. Also, and fourth is Real Sociedad. And down at the bottom is twentieth place is Alaves. Nineteenth is Getafe, and eighteenth is Celta Vigo. And all three teams have yet to yet to win any games this season, so yeah, they're probably going to be pipped to go down this season. So yeah, that's a quick little roundup of the um, games this weekend in La Liga. No, I was yeah, I was looking at you mentioned the the new, the back of the Bernabeu, doing all this massive back renovation, but actually, I can't see actually much different. But is there anything? I think it's, it's it's more to do with the outside of the stadium. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, fair, fair. Um, no, sorry, I just I just didn't jump in there. I mean, I watched the the Real Madrid game was the only Spanish game that I watched over the weekend, but it was uh, it was certainly an entertaining game. I mean, it was. I, I thought Celta Vigo were extremely dangerous on the counter attack. I don't know if it was more that Real Madrid were a bit poor defensively. They they looked very very shaky at the back. There were a lot of misplaced passes and didn't look all that comfortable. But going forward. Uh, I thought Vinicius Junior, in particular, looked very, very good. Oh yeah, uh, he was—he's unplayable at times, weren't he? He was—he um, he he does was... look quite a lot of stick, but um, yeah, he's looking quite decent so far this season. So I don't know whether that's down to Ancelotti, but yeah, Real Madrid—they are looking good going forward at the moment, and it'll probably be—I'll probably say it's going to be out of them and Atletico Madrid probably for the title. I think Barcelona will be up there, but mm. I just don't know with them really. Like, they didn't really strengthen too well in the summer, and yeah, Ronald Koeman is not really the greatest of managers, is he? Uh, compared to Ancelotti and um, Simeone, yeah. that's the one. <laughs> um, talking about Barcelona, they are actually currently just they just started their Champions League game against Bayern Munich. So we will keep you, we will keep updates whilst talking on the podcast. Um, all the games are nil nil so far. It's only been three minutes in. Um, earlier games: Sevilla and Red Bull Salzburg drew one one, and um, Man U um, lost two one to the Young Boys. Uh, Ronaldo did score in the 13th minute before a 35th minute red card for Aaron Wan-Bissaka before two taken off goals from Young Boys, including a 95th minute winner from um, Jordan Siabatu, um one in the game. So that's always good to see. Um, also, uh, um, sorry, in the Sevilla game, there's actually four penalties awarded in the first half. Obviously, it ended one. What? what? Yeah. Mad. mad. <laughs> that's uh, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> wow, that's insane. Um, but speaking of Man U, they did take place uh, play in the Premier League this weekend. Um, so in the Premier League this weekend, uh, on the early kickoff on Saturday, Crystal Palace 
defeat 10 man uh, Tottenham 3 0, thanks to two goals from Edward and a goal from Wilfred Zaha, his first of the season, with uh, Tanganga getting a red card for two yellow card offences. Um, Arsenal finally scored and won a game. Um, yeah, they yeah. won 1 0, thanks to a goal from Aubameyang, um against the winless Norwich. Uh, Brighton won 1-0 away at Brentford with uh, Trossard scoring the only goal of the game. Um, Matadi beat Leicester 1-0 thanks to a goal from Bernardo Silva. And uh, Manu in Ronaldo's first game back, they won 4-1 with, of course, two goals from Ronaldo as well as Lingard and a wonder goal from Bruno Fernandes. Javi uh, Mankio got the um, one goal for Newcastle, which put them 1-1 at one stage. Um, Southampton and West Ham drew 0-0 with... August player of the month, Mikel Antonio, getting a red card for two yellow cards. Um, Wofford lost 2-0 at home to Wolves with um, an own goal from Sierra uh, Alta and Hwang. Um, and a late game on Saturday saw Chelsea win 3-0 at home to Aston Villa at Stamford Bridge with uh, two goals from Lukaku on his first game back at Stamford Bridge and one goal from Kovacic after some questionable defending from questionable defending from Tyrone Mings. Sunday, we had saw only one game, and they saw Liverpool win 3-0, thanks to goals from Mane, Fabinho and Mohamed Salah. But the game was overshadowed by a horrible injury to um, Harvey Elliott, who um, I think he was ankle injury he got um, determined in the end. So um, hopefully he's back to recovery soon, because he was playing exceptional, not only in that game, but in the whole of the season so far. And then Monday night, saw Everton beat Burnley 3-1 at home, and thanks to goals from... Keane, Townsend and Gray, after a Ben Mee goal, gave Burnley the lead. And the Townsend goal was um, truly exceptional. Um, so that is a quick roundup of the uh, Premier League. Now, um, I want to get a quick debate going with you guys. Um, obviously, the big talk about all week in the Premier League, I think Ronaldo, of course, he scored two goals in the Premier League as well as one goal tonight in the Champions League, albeit all three goals weren't exactly great goalkeeping. But... Um, do you think Manu are now genuine title contenders now Ronaldo has joined? I I just want to quickly jump in because it's 1-0 to the Italian football expert because Atalanta are beating Villarreal in the Champions League. Ooh, okay. So, Unai Emery back in the mud. <laughs> Love to see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> going back to the United one, I mean, I thought they were... They had a chance at the start of the season. Um, I did say that I thought it'd be between those those top four clubs uh, for the title. I think definitely bringing Ronaldo in has obviously helped their cause. Uh, it genuinely could go to any of those four teams. I think they're very... It's the most even it's been for a very long time. still think City and Liverpool just have the edge. But Chelsea looked strong and... As do United. Saying that, I thought Newcastle were uh, a bit unlucky. They had chances to win that game. And I feel sorry for the Newcastle fans because they actually have a good team. It's just that they have a, a very, very poor manager and a shocking owner as well. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to get a Newcastle fan on here sometime this season to get their opinion on it because, you know, they've got so many good players and uh, if if had they stuck a few of these chances away, could have been a totally different game. Um, as you say, Ronaldo scored a tap in, poor defending. The other one went through the keeper's legs, which he probably should have saved. Uh, the other two goals were good goals, fair enough. But again, I mean, Bruno Fernandes is one. 
he had all the time in the world to hit that. It wasn't closed down. And, you know, again, it wasn't even in the top corner, really. Like, the keeper, again, I thought was a little bit poor there as well. So, um, yeah, I don't... I still think they're... I think they'll finish fourth still. But I think it'll be much closer come the end of the season. And what do you think, Naeem? Um, yeah, I think, I think they probably will challenge, but out of out of the probably top, out of the teams in the top four um, this season, uh, obviously, sorry, that finished in the top four last season. Obviously, Man United have got the worst manager out of the three. Um, it's obviously Klopp, Klopp with Liverpool. Like Liverpool are going under the radar at the moment. You know, they're just getting their wins and everything. Um, obviously, Chelsea, they've got a proper striker in now, so they'll probably challenge Man City with it. But with Man United, they have recruited well, but it's just Oli, man. He's, I don't know. With, I think, yeah, with them, they will they will go the distance, but I just, I don't think they'll win it this season, to be fair. I think it'll either be out of the other three teams I mentioned, to be fair, because obviously with Liverpool, they've done it before. They've been consistent for the last couple of years. Man City have, They've got Pep, so you know he he knows how to win. And too sure he's just come in and changed that that Chelsea team. But with Man United, um, Oli's not really a good tactic, ta- tactical manager, so I think that's where they'll probably fall short. Um, and obviously they have started off well in the league, but you know once they do, I think they do have a quite a hard running. Um, I think it's near. The, I want to say I think it's at the end of October slash November. I want to say they've got quite a few tricky games there, so we'll see how that goes there. But, yeah, I think they'll probably finish either third or fourth this season. I don't think they'll finish any... I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll win it this season. Uh, a bit of sort of... A bit of hot take for you guys. I think the winner of the Premier League will either wear red or blue. If I had to put money on it, to be honest, right now, I think it'd actually go on Chelsea as much as it yeah. can say it because I think they have the more complete squad. Like, mm-hmm. every position you look at, they're quite strong in, whereas City don't obviously don't have a recognised centre forward, and Liverpool haven't really got the depth if they get a few injuries. So, I think Chelsea have definitely got the best opportunity to do it this season because next season City will no doubt buy a striker. Liverpool will will probably strengthen, um, maybe you know certain areas of the pitch. So, it's a great opportunity for them to win it this season if 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 it's any, but. Yeah, it's going to be entertaining, I think. Yeah, I mean, I do still feel that Salah's going to get sold. The whole contract situation hasn't gone away. But I'm looking at the Manny fixtures here. So from the October 2nd until 30th November, they've got to face Everton, Leicester, Liverpool, Spurs, City, Watford, Chelsea and Arsenal. But then they do then face Palace, Norwich, Brentford, Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley, Wolves, Villa, West Ham, Burnley, Southampton, Leeds, Watford. So I think they have to have run the fixtures, but I think they don't have a very generous run of fixtures That's ahead. So very strange fixture list. Yeah, it's yeah. real too heavy, isn't it? Real don't understand sort of, it. Yeah, one minute that like goes from being really hard to really easy. So, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that does conclude our Premier League review. Um, so we will now go on to our final league, which is the Italian league. So Ryan. What happened in the return of Serie A this weekend? Quite a lot. Go on, tell me more. Well, we kicked off on Saturday morning with newly promoted Venetia, who gained their first win of the season 
beating Empoli 2-1 away. Then we moved on to in, later in the afternoon to see Napoli beat Juventus 2-1 at home. Ooh. I'll go on to Juve in a minute. Um, later on in the day, we saw Fiorentina, who got one of the wins of the weekend away to Atlanta as well. Massive result for them. Two penalties from Dusan Vlahovic. On Sunday, we saw Inter Milan draw 2-2 with Sampdoria. Not the best result for Inter. Uh, moving on, we saw Cagliari in a five-goal thriller with Genoa. Genoa coming out on top, 3-2. Following that, Thiago Motta's Spezia lost again at home to Udinese, 1-0. Torino battered Salernitana, 4-0 at home. AC Milan beat Lazio, 2-0. And the last game of the weekend saw Jose Mourinho's 1,000th game as its manager, seeing Roma beat Sassuolo 2-1 in a end-to-end game. It was pure madness, like how Sassuolo didn't win that game. So, so many chances, including a, a disallowed goal right at the very death. I mean, uh, Stefano Sharari got the winner for Roma in, in uh, added time anyway. And we all saw on uh, Twitter Mourinho doing his trademark run up the pitch into the fans and mm-hmm. the players uh lovely scenes for roma but yeah i think it was a very entertaining weekends i mean um i mean we're going to see the big one first i mean juventus are now winless in three games currently in 16th place not ideal for them at all especially considering i tipped them to win the league along with any other people but i mean it could all still change for them it's not the end of the world um but doesn't look good at all. They haven't really, you know, looked apart in any of those performances either. I mean, Chesney has had a howler to, the, you know, to the start of the season. He's made quite a lot of mistakes in all three of those games as well. Um, so I think they may rue the decision to let uh, Gigi Buffon leave because they've only ever got Matteo Perrin as backup, and he's not that very, he ain't very good. So. <laughs> worrying, worrying times for Juve. Um, I mean, Roma, AC Milan and Napoli are both, you know, all three of them have won three out of three. And I think I've been most impressed by Milan, especially because they beat Lazio 2-0 in what was due to be a very tough game. Um, you know, they they look very good. But Napoli and Roma, again, two teams that I thought would be in and around the top four, but started very well. And, you know, I could see them both having decent seasons, especially um, Roma as well, because they have half-decent squad depth. I mean, looking at the bottom of the table, Salernitana and Verona have both lost all three games so far. Salernitana look, you know, massively out of that depth. Don't look like they're going to win many games at all this season, so I could see them definitely finishing bottom. Um Chiro Immobile, Andy's favourite European striker, is the top goal scorer with four goals so far. Uh, Dusan Vlahovic also has got three as well. So things are looking well for both of them this season. Luis Alberto, familiar in the name. Mm-hmm. He has, he's got the most assists as well with three. But in terms of my player of the weekend, I'm going to go with Mohamed Fares of Genoa who got both a goal and a late assist in their 3-2 win away to Cagliari. And my team performance of the weekend goes to AC Milan beating Lazio 2-0 at home. But, yeah, all in all, 
good weekend, um, followed by the last night's last game of the weekend, sorry, which I forgot. We saw Blognia win 1-0 at home to Verona, who obviously I've just mentioned. So, very entertaining stuff. Um, yeah, what are we ready to say? Uh, we will go on to me and Naeem's picks in a minute for our player and goal of the weekend. But you mentioned Sal- 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 Salamantiana. I saw that they signed not only Ribery, but also mm. your favourite player, uh, Simeo Nwankwo. Yeah, it's <laughs> um strange. I mean, Ribery was a an odd one. Didn't see that one coming, to be honest. I mean, he must love Serie A because you know, he, he can't be short of options, a player of his stature. Like, surely he could have perhaps gone to the MLS or, or China or somewhere, maybe even the UAE. But he's decided mm-hmm. to stick it out in Serie A. In, you know, they look a very poor team, so I don't know how much luck he's going to have this season. But, you know, He's, he obviously wants to continue in Europe. Um, you know, and the Wang Kuo as well, who was obviously one of the stars of last season. I'm very surprised he's gone there, to be honest with you, because he did say last season that he was going to uh, stick it out where he was at, mm-hmm. but evidently. Yeah. So, odd. Yeah. Now, before we before we do end the podcast, I remember I saw a tweet from YouTuber Visa, um, where basically... He asked who everyone's favourite team was from each country. So, for example, what we all know are English teams. You all know English teams. I was just want to find out from all of you um, who your favourite teams are from each country. So I'm just going to get the tweet up now before I do um, carry on. Um, I think the leagues were uh, Premier League, Serie A, Spanish League, German League, French League. Uh, I think there was one more as well. Maybe Portuguese League as well, I want to say. So I thought I'd get from all of us who your favourite teams are from each league. So we all know our English teams. Um, so um, anyone who's a regular listener will know our favourite Spanish teams, me and Ryan's at least. Um, so obviously mine is Valencia, and I think yours is the same, Ryan? It is. Yeah, and who would you say your favourite team is, uh, Naim, from Spain? Um, I'll probably go for... Probably Barcelona, probably. Yeah, yeah they've had so many great players over the years, so yeah, they're always good to watch. Mm, no, fair play. Um, and then this one I found the hardest to think of. Um, Italian. Um, who would you say is your favourite Italian team? Hmm. I think I know yours, Ryan. I don't know. I'm I'm torn. I think between two. Um. You know, AC Milan obviously is one. The other one's Fiorentina. I like, I really like Fiorentina, but probably just edge it to Milan just because of you know the players that they've had over the years: Kaká, Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, Shevchenko. This goes yeah. on. No, that's fair. That's fair. And what about you, Naim? Yeah, I feel the same. AC Milan. This, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. top dogs, man. Um, mine comes to a surprise. I was really torn. I found the other ones easy to think of. Um, but for me, I, I've gone for Palermo. Palermo? Uh, I didn't really have anyone particular. I thought, oh, this team's pretty cool. But um, I just figured, yeah, I, I, I like the kit, basically. <laughs> Palermo currently um, in the depths of Italian football. Yeah. I believe so they're in... a bit of a rogue choice there. Um, I think they're in Serie... They're in Serie C at the moment. Oh, yeah. who are they? I thought they were in Serie B. 
No, they um they went into administration, I believe. Oh, that's right. Um, a couple of years ago, and they dropped down quite a few leagues below that as well. I think, I think Serie D maybe or something like that. And they've had to wow, wow. had to rebuild. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other league was Scotland, so I guess Scotland now. Uh, for me, <laughs> it was always Celtic because if you never walk alone, but. Anyone, as long as they have Stephen Gerald as their manager, I'll always want Rangers to win over over um, over Celtic. But it, my my thing comes and goes with those two. Um, how about you, Naim? I'll go with Celtic. Yeah, I always, I always did like Celtic. To be fair, so yeah, I want to go with them. Thank you, Ryan. Mm, don't really like either of them, to be honest. <laughs> um, but no, there are other teams in Scotland. <laughs> oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Um, I'd probably say Aberdeen, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Yeah, They've they got a nice kit, haven't they? They've got a nice kit. Um, Germany. Now, again, for the same reasons you never walk alone, I've gone for Dortmund. Um, the whole clock factor as well. Um, I just can't look anything past Dortmund, especially with people like Halland and back in the day, Lewandowski, Royce, Goetz, etc., Gundogan. Um, I always like the atmosphere, the stadium, the yellow wall, the yellow and all the... Stuff with the fans. I love the atmosphere there. I love the the culture they have there, and I and they play never walk alone. Um, Ryan, who would you say your favourite German team is? I mean, I don't think many people can dislike Dortmund. To be fair, no, but I, no. I, f- I feel I feel like they're the obvious choice. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go with them. Uh, I quite like Hoffenheim, to be honest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because they don't obviously the area where they're from isn't isn't a big um, big place. It's not like a major city, so I quite like that. I like the fact that as well, Nagelsmann sort of built his name there as well. So yeah, I like them. Yeah. And how about you, name? Yeah, I'm gonna go the same with you, Andy. Dortmund. I just yeah. I like that they just um, they do like to bring through youth players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, young players as well, and yeah, I, I like the way they play. To be fair. Brilliant. Um, our penultimate league is gonna be um, the French league. So, who wants to go first? Oh, God, I need to... I don't know. I'll probably... I'll probably side with Leon. probably. They've had... Yeah. They've had some good players over the years. Um, obviously, the obvious choice is PSG, but... Yeah. Do like Leon. Yeah, do like them as yeah. a team. Yeah. I say the same. I mean, I had a Leon kit when I was younger. Janino shirts. I've always liked them yeah. since then, really, and I've... You know, I yeah, no, no real particular team, but I probably, probably say Leon is the one for me. Um, and how about you, Ryan? Probably say Monaco, just because of Thierry and Arsene Wenger, really. Yeah, fair. Yeah, and obviously it's Monaco as well. It's an amazing yeah. place. Yeah, and being an being an F one F one fan like yourself, Ryan, um, mm. that's probably gone edge as well, isn't it? I mean, that's probably. I mean, I'm not an F one fan. Is that like the sort of is that like the new camp of Formula One? Is that like the sort of place where everyone wants to go, or is there somewhere yeah. else there's more? Yeah, I'd say I'd say that's the most it's the most glamorous. Yeah, yeah. Grand Prix of the yeah of the calendar. So our final league is the Portuguese league. Um, Ryan, who do you go for? Oh, a rogue one. Um, okay. <sighs> I mean, I don't have... Uh, I don't know. You know what? Just because I actually managed this team on Football Manager <laughs> and, and, and I've done really well with them and I quite I quite liked them, 
Um, and they have an interesting story as well. I'm going to say uh, Familiar Cow. That is random. Do, do, do you know who they are? <laughs> they are they are in the top division. Oh, um, right, okay. Pretty much run by by an agent. I think it's Jorge Mendez, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just like they have a very interesting backstory. You know, anyone check that out on YouTube, it's quite, quite cool. Yeah, I may have to. Um, talking to YouTube, I remember watching a really good documentary on Union Berlin in Germany. They seem quite a cool team. Mm. Um, but then Naim, who would you say your 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 favourite Portuguese team is? Uh, simply because of the fact we went to a game there. I want to go with Benfica. Uh, they're probably the most yeah. successful team out there. Their stadium similar to the Emirates, and yeah, they play in red as well. So yeah, I'm gonna go with them, Benfica. Yeah, I say the exact same for the exact same reasons. I mean, when we went there, I had an amazing time. Not only there, but also the whole Lisbon in general. Um, so obviously we are wanting to go there once we're allowed to so maybe we'll look at something in a few months time but yeah I'd, I'd love to go back there and experience it all over again and even experience Sporting Lisbon I think that'd be quite cool to do both yeah, at the same weekend so um, yeah we are, we are hoping to um, go to some more European games in the next few months um, it's someone's birthday in November who's um, who's just covered Italian football so maybe a trip to San Siro is on the cards you never know. We'll hope to bring that to you at some point if we can. Uh, but yeah, that does conclude our slightly shorter podcast than normal um, due to being one man light. Um, but yeah, thank you once again for listening. Uh, we will be back next week, hopefully, as a full pair. Um, and yeah, we look forward to seeing you then. So I have been your host, Andy. This has been Ryan. This has been Naeem. Cheers, all. See you later, guys. <laughs>